Hi, my name is Nathan Alexander, and I'm doing my Canadian Heritage Project, and I'm going to be doing Canadian Heritage. I'm going to be doing minorities and where they're from and what the top percents of them are in Canada and how slash if we've mistreated them in the past. And I won't be able to cover every single one, but I'm going to cover at least three. Okay, guys, I'm going to basically start with uh, Indigenous people and how we wronged them multiple times and how we're continuing to do so. So, let's start off with residential schools. We started off with residential schools to segregate the indigenous people to get rid of their culture, basically. The Canadian government also started the AIM, which is more widely and commonly known as the 60 Scoop, where <clears throat> indigenous children would be adopted into white homes, often taken from parents that could provide and they were even helped out by family, but the government didn't see that way, so they took it. Of course, everyone that was, almost everyone that was in residential schools or the 60s scoop received compensation, but that did not help them with their lives and the continuing trauma that they lived with. Okay, on to the Japanese Canadians. Okay, it started in 1942 when the Canadian government set up internment camps for all Japanese Canadians. And they put over 90% of Japanese Canadians into these internment camps, which were prisons, because just because they were from Japan and we were at war with Japan. They thought that the Japanese Canadians might be spies for Japan, even though they had no proof, and most of them had families and kids and wives and houses and businesses. They still put them into internment camps. Like, it's the first generation of Japanese Canadians to come to Canada weren't even allowed to vote. They had restrictions, and they, even till 1948, they still couldn't vote. And that's just crazy. Even if they were born in this country, they still couldn't have voting rights like every other race and human in Canada. And I think that you just can't take away someone's vote to the future of the country. If they are a citizen in that country, they should be allowed to help decide the fate of that country and which direction it will go. I just think that the Canadian government really messed up with the Japanese Canadians, putting them in internment camps and restricting their voting. And I just think that they should have not done that because they had no reason to besides we were at war with them. Even though they had no proof of anything, any connections between them and their homeland besides that... They came from there. That's it. No connection to their government, their military, just where they were from. That's it. I had a grandmother and she went to an internment camp and so did she, her mother. And she passed away, but I haven't actually looked into it very much. But now that I have, I can't believe that my grandmother went through all that stuff. And she still took care of my mom. So it's just hard to believe that our government would do that to such innocent people that we're doing nothing wrong. It's just something else. And now to the interview part with... Kaylin Rain Nadeau-Nault. Okay, Kaylin, I'm going to ask you some questions. You ready? Yes, of course. Okay, Kaylin, here we go. So, what, what do you think the percent of minorities in Canada is? 17%. Well, kind of. It's 22.3%. Okay, next question. What percent of minorities do you think were born inside of Canada, and what percent outside of Canada? 28%. Inside of Canada? Yes, and 
78 and outside? Well, those numbers don't add up, but neither do these. So it was 30.9% of minorities were born inside of Canada, and 65% were born outside of Canada. I'm just going to assume the rest of the data they didn't collect or were unknown. And those seem to be all the questions I have, and it's time to say goodbye to our special guest, Caitlin Nolte. You're very welcome for being here. It was an honor. I'm really happy I got to go through this experience, and I'll see you guys all around. Okay, someday. he's leaving now. See ya. This is my segment on black Canadians and how we wronged them. Uh, we had segregation schools, which basically separated them. So they either have two separate schools or they'd split the school in half and have one part for black people and one for white people and have different teachers for like they'd only have black teachers and white teachers. And it was just crazy. I think that we should have just let them mingle because really they did nothing wrong. The only thing different was the color of their skin. And I feel we even had... Um, Canadian Ku Klux Klan, which I did not know about until I researched it, but apparently it was just as bad as the American. I just, they, it's just not as famous, obviously, because I don't even know about it. But we even have even racial court systems, so on average, a black teen is more likely to get put in jail or have a criminal record than any white teenager. And they are also way harsher on them in the court systems. And I just think it should be fair for all, no matter the color of their skin or anything. You should just hear them out, what they have to say, and then decide from that. Not what they look like, or what they sound like, or where they're from. I just think it's completely ridiculous on what the, how racism is in Canada with everyone. Even the Japanese Canadians, the indigenous people, and black Canadians. I just think that we should treat everyone equal and hear them out for who they are. And that's the end of my podcast. I just like would want to say thank you for listening this far, even though my voice is cringy and I recorded this in different places, so my voice is all over the place, quiet, loud. And I wish I got to talk about the other races and how we've treated them wrong, but I only have so much time and so much research to go off of. And I just want to say thank you for listening in, and I hope I get at least a B. Thank you, Miss Column, and goodbye.